Welcome back, Winona and Wire listeners. As always, it's Mitchell Brewer here bringing you stories from this week's print edition of the Winona. Before we get into it, I would like to apologize for not having an episode last week. We had some scheduling issues and people out of town. However, we do not see this being an issue again. Now let's get into it. This week, we will feature four feature stories from the Winona. In this podcast, we'll hear first from Ren Getterman about Winona State's diversity. Then we will hear from McKenna Shear to learn more about the interim dean of College of Business. Hannah Hippenstill will talk to us about the city of Winona's warming center. Then Sydney Moore will tell us more about the new women's rugby coaches. As always, we'll end with our muckraker highlight. First, I would like to introduce you guys to Ren Getterman, the Winona's copy editor, for a little more on the diversity at Winona State. Welcome to the podcast, Ren. Thank you. What are the various statistics for minority groups on Winona State's campus? Well, um, I got to interview someone at the uh, Director of Institutional Planning, Assessment, and Research here at Winona State, and I got a a couple of really interesting statistics, Um, first of which is that our percentage of undergraduate students of color has gone up from 8% in 2010 to 13% uh, for this year. And even though that doesn't necessarily seem like a lot of growth, um, it's actually a 62% growth from where it was 10 years ago. Is it the same for professors? No, it's not the same for professors. Um, And while we don't keep statistics necessarily on professors because different professors are at different levels, um, it is notable that there are not many professors of color on campus. What are they doing to fix it? Yeah, so Dr. Jonathan Locust in the Inclusion and Diversity Office talked about uh, this website that would give universities and hiring committees the ability to, it's like, so they would basically have the ability to put out um, ads for jobs here, but they would be out to more diverse areas, Um, so yeah. How do students in minority groups feel about the diversity on campus? So while we can't talk to every minority student on campus, um, we did have a few representatives talk to me about uh, sort of how they feel represented on campus. And so I talked to uh, Mari Orego, and she is the vice president of SOUL, which is um, the student organization of Latinx students on campus. And she said that, well, she understands that you know, our quality of education is the most important thing. Uh, She also really notices when professors on campus don't look like her. And she talked about how there were maybe two professors in her whole time here that were people of color and how that's kind of disappointing because a lot of white professors miss out on that cultural exposure. What kinds of things are being done to make the campus a more diverse place? Yeah, so... They are, what they are doing um, is providing opportunities for people of color on campus. And so one of the things that the KEEP Center did in particular was bring in an African-American barber to campus for uh, the men of color's hair because a lot of men of color used to be um, traveling to Rochester in the cities a lot to get their hair cut. And so now I think it's about once a month they bring in a barber so they can get a haircut here in Winona. All right. Well, thanks for coming in, Ren. Thanks. 
I'm here now with McKenna Shear, a news reporter for the Winonan, for more about the interim dean for the College of Business. Let's start with the obvious. Who is the interim dean of the College of Business? Uh, the interim dean is Dr. Collins, and she's worked at Winona State for over a decade now. How were they hired? Uh, Dr. Collins uh, was hired to just fill in and kind of replace Dr. Ockbury, who was the previous dean from 2014 until, obviously, this past semester. And it was a pretty quick turnaround, so the interim business dean process is a little different. They kind of just put someone in who's already working here and has a really good rapport, so that obviously the whoever permanently replaces the previous dean that'll be a longer search that's happening now so dr collins is filling in until they find someone how long will they be serving yeah how long will they be serving as interim dean uh, dr collins will be interim dean until at least june 30th so this summer just pending that they actually hire a permanent dean by then and she told me that if they don't find someone that's the right fit by then she'll just continue to be interim dean through the fall until they find someone then Interesting. Is there anything else you think our listeners should know? Uh, I just want to say that after I talked with Dr. Collins earlier today, she's super awesome and she clearly cares a lot about her students. And she said um, she isn't even really vying for the position as permanent dean. She really likes to teach. So as soon as they find someone else, she's more than excited to go back to just teaching classes again. Thanks for coming in, McKenna. Yeah. Hannah Hippensteel, a features reporter for the Winona, joins me now to share a little bit about the new warming center in Winona. First off, where is the warming center located? The Winona Center, Winona County Warming Center, is in the basement of the Community Bible Church, which is on 69 East 3rd Street downtown. But the actual entrance to the church or to the warming center is in an alley behind the physical church. What is the purpose of the warming center? So the Warming Center is a refuge for the homeless in Winona, and it's only open to adults, so you have to be 18 or over, um, and it opens at 9 o'clock every night from November 1st to March 1st, and then it's open and it closes at 7 a.m. every morning, so it's a place for the homeless to go to. They can eat there, they can sleep there, they have laundry machines so they can do some personal hygiene things, showers. And then also it's a place to be shown compassion by the city of Winona and also the volunteers. So they have 20 beds, two showers, and three bathrooms, a lounge where they can eat, and most of their facilities are also handicap accessible. Cool. Now, who paid for this to be built? The agency that sponsors the Warming Center is the Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota, and the Warming Centers that they exist um, they're only one of 17 of their programs, and they also just opened a center in Rochester. Is there anything else you'd like to mention? So for people that are looking for ways to help the warming center, they're always looking for volunteers. There's two different shifts, shifts every day. There's the 9 p.m. to 2 a.m., which is when people check in, and then the overnight shift begins, which is 2 a.m. to 7 a.m., and they close when people have to go to work. And so that's the shift times. So they need two volunteers every night to open the shelter. And they also have four on-staff managers that rotate throughout the shifts. But without the volunteers, they can't open the center every night. So that's super important. Thanks, Hannah, for the information.
Sydney Moore, the features editor for the Winonan, is here to tell us a little bit more about the new rugby coaches. Who are the new head and assistant coaches for the Black Cats? So the rugby team brought in two new coaches. They've got Emily Jalosuo for their head coach and Kim Lamans for their assistant coach. When do these new coaches start? They'll start later this semester. Um, they've already been in contact with all of the girls, but the season doesn't start until March usually, so it'll be a little bit before they're actually in action with the girls practicing and getting ready for games. What are some of the goals for the team? So Emily stated specifically in her interview um, that her plan moving forward is to maintain the program's traditions of being well-organized um, and build off what they already have because they have a strong foundation Um and they want to keep the girls in that mindset of they're a family, so taking care of each other and supporting each other. And then uh, Kim's goals were to be um, also building on the foundation of the program, but also work towards um, student success with athletics and um, a family team environment. Anything else you think our listeners should know? I don't know. The rugby coaches are wonderful people. Um, Emily, actually, outside of... Uh, rugby. She likes to travel, cook, and she's a bodybuilder. And Kim, outside of rugby, loves to snowboard, camp, uh, watch Disney, and look after her four furry kids. Ooh, interesting. Well, thanks, Sydney, for coming in. Yeah, you're welcome. Now on to our muckraker highlight. For those that do not know or do not remember from two weeks ago, a muckraker is a term used for journalists that is good at exposing corrupt leaders and organizations. So it is only fitting that McKenna Shear was chosen <laughs> to be the muckraker this week. Thanks for sticking around a little longer for a quick interview, McKenna. For sure. Let's get started. So first, tell me what your major year and hometown is. Uh, so I'm from Eau Claire, Wisconsin, just right over the state border there, and I'm a journalism major here, and I'm a sophomore. How long have you been working at the Winonan? I've been working at the Winonan for over a year. Um, this coming fall will be two years that I've been here. Why did you join? Uh, I joined because I'm a journalism major, so it only made sense that I'd want to join the student newspaper. And also, I wasn't taking any writing classes that first semester that I came in. Obviously, just generals and things, and I really wanted to keep writing. What has been your favorite part about working for the Winonan? Ooh, um, I think the the more serious experience, because I did a lot of creative writing in high school, but I know my first few articles with the old editor at the time, she's not here anymore, um, but she told me she could tell that I'd mostly only done creative writing just because I was not writing the way that journalism would have me writing in the newspaper. So that's been the best part is learning how to actually write for a newsroom. Now, moving away from the Winonan, what is your favorite thing to do in your free time? Oh, um, I really like hanging out with friends, but I like to thrift a lot. I go thrifting like every single week. It's so much fun. <laughs> What is a fun fact about you that our audience would love to know? Uh, I'm a leap year baby, so this year actually I'll be turning five, so here <laughs> we go. Um, but yeah, I was the first leap year baby in my the county, in the town that I was in. Fascinating. Well, <laughs> happy fifth birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for coming, McKenna. Thanks for tuning in to the Winonan Wire. Be sure to read the articles you hear about here and more at winonan.org. Also, make sure to hit those like and follow buttons on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next week.